Today on CityCast Pittsburgh. As a city of bridges, we're also going to be a city of bridge failures and bridges that go bad. The Fern Hollow Bridge that collapsed last week was one of 123 bridges in Allegheny County that safety inspectors have rated in poor condition. For more on what that means, you should check out yesterday's episode with Pitt professor Kent Harries. But today, senior producer Megan Harris is chatting with local historian and author Mark Hauser about how this collapse is informed by our past. It's Wednesday, February 2nd. I'm Morgan Moody, and this is CityCast Pittsburgh. So, Mark, we're really fortunate that no one got seriously injured in the Fern Hollow Bridge collapse. But of course, this isn't our first major calamity like this. Can you tell us about, at least as far as we know of, about the first major failure of a bridge in Pittsburgh? Absolutely. Megan, our first big bridge failure actually really wasn't the bridge's fault. Uh, Pittsburgh's first river bridge was a wooden bridge across the Monongahela River. And in the Great Fire of 1845, which burned down half the city, it also burned the bridge. So all that was left was the stone piling sticking up out of the river. But that failure was also a big moment for Pittsburgh to become the city of bridges because the guy that they hired to replace it was a German engineer and inventor who was living here, and his name was John Roebling. Yeah, you can still see a sign about his accolades at the south side end of the Smithfield Street Bridge. He's the guy that designed the Brooklyn Bridge, is that right? That's the guy. And uh, he designed the Brooklyn Bridge after figuring out how to make cable suspension bridges right here in Pittsburgh. So uh, Roebling made an aqueduct for the Pennsylvania Canal across the Allegheny River. And that was one of the very first cable suspension bridges in 1845. And since he had just done that bridge in 1845, when the other bridge burned down, they hired Roebling to do another suspension bridge across the Mon. And he put it up on the, uh, the stone pilings that were still sticking up out of the river after that fire. And he built another suspension bridge later across the Allegheny River here. And uh, by doing those jobs, he became famous and respected as a pioneering bridge engineer. And that's how he got the Brooklyn Bridge job. Yeah, well, and of course, that's all the 19th century. The Smithfield Street Bridge, though, that's standing now, it's a replacement of the bridge that Roebling built. There's nothing left of his work in the city, is there? No, actually, there's not just plaques. Um, All of his bridges turned out to be structurally, in Pittsburgh, turned out to be uh, structurally unable to carry the increased loads when people started having streetcars and trolleys go across them. But I mean, they were really important prototypes. They proved a point. So he was able to build bridges like one across the river in Cincinnati, the Ohio River, and also uh, the Brooklyn Bridge, of course, which uh, is based on the same principles that he figured out here in Pittsburgh. So, Mark, what was the, to your mind, the worst Pittsburgh bridge disaster that we've ever had, at least in terms of lives lost? Right. Uh, That would be in 1903, the Wabash Railroad Bridge that was over the Monongahela. During construction, it collapsed and 10 workers were killed. Oh, my gosh. Um, That's not the only bridge collapse we've had that happened during construction. Sort of on the other end of the lifespan of a bridge span was the old Brady Street Bridge in 1978. It was being demolished. It had been replaced by a bigger bridge, the Birmingham Bridge that goes over the Mon. And one of the iron workers cutting the girders got his leg pinned by one. 
and they realized that if they tried to lift that girder to free his leg, uh, the whole thing would fall down. So they had to actually get a surgeon up on the girder next to him to amputate his leg in the middle of a rainstorm, by the way, but the man survived. So we've been pretty lucky that most of our bridge failures didn't lead to a loss of life. No loss of life, but man, Mark, that's gruesome. This is no kind of segue, but um, uh, I saw your TEDx talk where you focus on bridges and bridge disasters, not just here in Pittsburgh, but all over the world. We'll put a link to that in our show notes. But what launched your interest in bridges and bridge disasters just generally? Well, I I used to be a newspaper reporter at the trip. And uh, in 2005, there was a bridge disaster in the area. A big chunk of concrete fell off an overpass. Uh, down in Washington County onto Interstate 70. And this is another lucky moment. No one was killed by it. A mom crashed her minivan into it, and one of the kids in the car got a broken leg. But anyway, I covered this story. And so that's where I learned how to use the federal database of bridge inspections. And that's the place where people get all the numbers of how many bridges are in bad shape and how many bridges there are in a place. Yeah, so that database, that's called the National Bridge Inventory. A lot of us have seen reporting, quoting all kinds of numbers from it over the last few days. How does it work? And how do you how do you parse the information that you're getting from it? Well, it first of all, it is not easy to work with. It's huge. Uh, it has a record for uh, every, not only every route over a bridge, but everything that goes under a bridge too. And I think it winds up being something like 700,000 records. So any computer is really smoking by the time it's using it. It has about a hundred columns of information for every single record. So it, it's tricky to dig through and you have to learn all the codes, but, but eventually, you know, I did. And so you can find any bridge, you can find the Fern Hollow that collapsed there and see that its rating was, it had poor ratings. So it had for many years, but it's funny because the most interesting thing that I learned was not about inspections or safety. Um, since this is the definitive government count of every road bridge in the country, I decided to see if Pittsburgh's favorite boast that we have more bridges than any city in the world was true. And to my surprise and disappointment, I found out that's just simply false. (laughs) I know you love to dispel this myth. And of course, President Joe Biden repeated it again on Friday. I was born and raised the first part of my life in Pennsylvania, and I've been to Pittsburgh a lot. But all these years, I never knew, I never knew Pennsylvania, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, had more bridges than any other city in the world. Yo! Yet again, I've been trying to shoot this rumor down for years, and I don't know if I'm ever going to succeed. Now the president is saying it. How did that rumor get started anyway? You know, we've been saying that in Pittsburgh for more than a century. The the oldest one I could find was uh, the 1899 press almanac of facts and and compendium of interesting information. And it says there that uh, Pittsburgh has, combined with Allegheny County, has more bridges than any community in the United States. But as soon as we said that, that became like a little news item that other newspapers were carrying. But it isn't true. I don't know that it was true at the time, uh, but we've been saying it for, for long before any of us were around. So are we close, at least, like top of the list? Uh, no, not even close. <laughs> really? No. Uh, according to the database, anyway, can you guess what city has the most bridges? 
Uh, well, I feel like every time there's a list like this, it has to do with population and land. So maybe Pennsylvania, California, or Texas. Are we getting close? Ooh, good. Yeah. Uh, the city with the most bridges, according to this database, the National Bridge Inventory, is Houston. Houston, Texas has more than 2,300. Really? Yeah, more than 2,300. Uh, uh, plenty of cities have more road bridges than Pittsburgh, too, in this database, not just Houston. New York, Los Angeles, not even the big ones. Boston, Baltimore, Miami, even Cleveland has more bridges than Pittsburgh. Oh, come on, Cleveland. <laughs> True. Uh, now, to be fair, the federal database just counts public road bridges and overpasses and elevated roadways and so forth. It doesn't count railroad bridges or pedestrian bridges. So... The government total says we have 297 bridges, well, 296 now, versus Cleveland has 318. Now, the number you usually hear about Pittsburgh is 446 bridges, and that's just a combination of the federal road bridge database bridges plus other counts like railroads and pedestrian bridges. This all comes from a wonderful book called The Bridges of Pittsburgh. But even if you use that 446, Philadelphia has almost 600 road bridges. Yeah, and I've heard you say New York has quite a few more too, right? Like almost double? Right. I mean, New York, uh, in their state you know, highway records, they say they have more than 800. In this database, they have even more than that. I don't know how they're counting differently. The database shows a lot more. I think it's 1,400. So we don't have the most bridges. Are there any best or worst or first or most accolades that we can claim? We're kind of in the running for the most bad bridges. The database, uh, that federal bridge inventory, says that Allegheny County has 123 bridges rated in poor condition. Well, I guess now 122. Now, Cook County, Illinois, which is where Chicago is, has 240. So they, they have the number one spot. But we're actually in fifth place on that list, along with uh, the county where Detroit is and the county a county in Iowa and uh, Bucks County out in eastern PA. Um, Iowa actually is the only state that has more bad bridges than Pennsylvania. They have 4,500 in there in poor condition. We have 3,200 in, in Pennsylvania. Huh, that's interesting. Um, so I guess as you're taking kind of a bird's eye view of all this, what do you think that Pittsburgh will take away from this tragedy? You know, I mean, if a bridge falls down, can we still call ourselves the city of bridges? Is that fair? Well, of course. I mean, if, if you're going to have bridges, some of them are going to fail. That's just the sad but true history of bridges. So we want to try to prevent that from happening. But of course, we're the, we're the city of bridges. We're the center of innovation for bridges where people like John Roebling and Gustav Lindenthal figured out principles that they then applied in other places. I mean, just look at us. Go up on top of Mount Washington. Look at the point. I mean, no other city has that special postcard view that whole ensemble and, and we've got some of the you know most attractive bridges we, we deliberately built bridges that looked nice uh in the early days much the credit of the people in charge so that you would appreciate that view i mean i think of it like this people say paris is the city of lights we just accept that we don't we don't say hey we're going to need to see a count of how many light bulbs you guys have well we're the city of bridges it's a question of quality not quantity. We'll always be the city of bridges because we had some of the first and we still have some of the best. Although we have a few in need of a little love right now. That's true. 
Mark, thank you so much. Oh, it's been my pleasure, Megan. Thank you so much for having me on the podcast. And a few updates since it's been a few days now since the bridge collapsed. Experts are estimating it'll take two years and more than $25 million for repairs. That money will reportedly come from the federal government, but through PennDOT. And the mayor's office has declared a state of emergency earlier this week for the city. Portions of Frick Park are still closed and folks are still trying to figure out detours. So plan accordingly if you have to get around that part of the city. And some good news. The bus is free. Finally, a massive crane lifted the 61B out of the valley on Monday evening. You can expect some delays if you were waiting on that bus. Um, you can see a video of it on our Instagram. It's it's crazy and probably going to be one of the best pictures of the year. And personally, I'm really hoping it makes it onto a Pittsburgh holiday ornament between now and December or even as earrings. I think that would be kind of cute. I asked the rest of the CityCast Pittsburgh team about the jokes and the memes that we've all seen online, and here are a few of our favorites. Lead producer Matt Stroud. When they do actually replace the Fern Hollow Bridge, I love the idea, which is being shared all over the internet, lots of places, of turning the bridge into a replica of the blue slide in the blue slide park. Bright royal blue covered in old cardboard boxes over a Frick Park ravine that we can all safely slide into. That'd be fun. Newsletter editor Francesca DeBecco. So do Yins want to know why Pittsburgh is called Pittsburgh? Well, according to at Salamanda Slim on Twitter, it's actually because at any given moment, a gaping pit can form beneath you. Wow. Sad but true. Sorry, William Pitt. Senior producer Megan Harris. I just want to give a shout out to all the humble Pittsburghers who channeled their rage and frustration and fear into some of the funniest and most creative disaster memes I've seen in a long time. Also, props to WDVE for interviewing the Greenfield Bridge about its feelings in the wake of all this. Please go look that up if you haven't heard it. And to the city for, I cannot believe I'm saying this, Building a friggin' observation deck just so neb noses can see the carnage without getting in the way of the really vital stuff, you know, like construction and salvage crews. <laughs> what a world. And mine has got to be the Twitter handle at PGH Bridge, which in fact is not at all about the bridge, but actually Pittsburgh's largest kink community. I'm sure they had a very confused uptick in followers on Friday. Share your favorites with us on Twitter and Instagram at CityCastPGH. That's all from us today on CityCast Pittsburgh. If you haven't yet, please check out our morning newsletter. It's fresh every day at 6 a.m. We'll be back tomorrow with more news from around the city. All right, see you then. Don't be a looky-loo. <laughs>